Russia might be gearing up for its big February offensive. More and more intel is indicating that Russia is going to try in the next couple of weeks to start to seriously go on offense and retake significant amounts of Ukrainian territory. Can the Russian armed forces actually make an offensive happen? And what can Ukraine do about it? I'm Paul, U.S. Army combat veteran. It's January, excuse me, February 7th, 2023. This is your daily Ukraine update. Let's get into it. Okay, first, let's take a look at the control map. The interesting, the most interesting thing is for the first time in, in several days, there hasn't really been any gain by Russian forces. Now, as we know, Russian logistics being what they are, uh, it's surprising that they've actually had this many days of steady advances um, into Bakhmut. And you guys can see as we work our way through the last week or so, you can see that almost every day Russia has been pushing somewhere, making gaining new territory. This is the first day in some time that we've seen really, really no functional um, tactical change to the map. Doesn't mean Russia isn't pushing. When we go over to the combat map, this is what I also find interesting. You might remember about, uh, I think it was yesterday, there was a ton of ground attacks outside of Donetsk. Now there's absolutely none. And now you're seeing a peppering of offensive work uh, near Krasnohorda, Bakhmut, really trying to complete that encirclement of Bakhmut that Russia has been aspiring towards. But you can also see there's again fighting taking place in Crimea. And this uh, is sort of the, the big question on everyone's mind is, has Russia's uh, one of these two efforts, right? You have the Russian effort in Volodar and you have the Russian efforts in Crimea and to a lesser extent north here in um, uh, Kuzumivka, right? But the question that the, the million dollar question, the probably a billion dollar question based on the size of these uh, armies is where is Russia's axis of advance going to be. As we have talked about, right, the Lyman-Yampil axis has probably the most favorable terrain given Russia's limited ability to mass armored forces and conduct mechanized warfare. Um, Volodar would be even more difficult. You guys can see that if they were to push in Volodar, they would then have to put their military in big, wide open spaces with very little cover. And there's just not a lot of strategic targets. It also is misaligned with Russia's ultimate strate uh, strategic objectives, which by most accounts now involve securing Donetsk and Luhansk oblasts. So, all of this says that the real location of these offensives probably could could be Bakhmut, but it seems unlikely that they would push an offensive into uh, one of the strongest Ukrainian defensive uh, areas. And instead, this seems like the most likely. You can see here that if they can somehow make it to Lyman, um, they are able to. They Russia probably believes it'd be able to use its relative strength in, in urban warfare to systematically gobble up these villages. You can see the level of development here. 
they wouldn't have to expose their troops in big open areas um, in contrast to this uh, more northerly region where, again, you can just see the terrain. It's going to be incredibly hard, especially if this offensive takes place in February, where these forested areas are not going to provide concealment from overhead drone observation. And so I suspect that this if Russia chooses to attack across this big open terrain, that Ukraine uh, would have its best strategy, its best strategic call would probably be to actually conduct a good defense in depth, make Russian forces come up from their defensive positions, which as we've seen can be quite formidable, um, get onto a road like this. And once they do so, use their artillery, um, rocket systems, drones, uh, and crew served weapons like ATGMs and just punish the Russian forces until they get to a point where they have to stop, deploy into a defensive formation, conduct their vehicle and Kazovac vehicle recovery in Kazovac, and then push on down the road, right? If they, even as they come off of the roadway, they'll be under continuous artillery fire. Again, the hardest part will just be that Ukraine is going to have to have some sort of like bounding of artillery, like a battery going off here, but there'll have to be another battery setting up here so that when Russia gets too close, right, these batteries kind of pack up and leapfrog back. But that's something that they can do. And that's a really effective way to fight when you have territory to lose. Um, and I think in this case, you know, Ukraine hopefully is becoming cognizant of the fact that their ultimate path to victory is going to be inflicting maximum casualties. They've shown that when they can break up the Russian uh, combat formations, they can seize a really decisive amount of territory. And I think they realized that after uh, the Lysychansk withdrawal, right, fighting in Bakhmut, that they can deal considerable blows to Russian troops by actually conducting these defenses in depth. And certainly the nice thing is that for Ukraine, stretching the Russians out like a cord before chopping them down is actually a pretty effective method now, right? Russia is not really in danger of, say, taking Kiev or a major administrative capital. And <coughs> they're... Poor mechanization means that even at their most decisive offensive efforts, they're not going to be covering a ton of territory uh, per day or per hour. So that's what I think is the best bet. Um, you know, Institute for the Study of War is actually arguing that, um, or at least repeating uh, Ukraine's claimed claims that. Russia is intending to launch an offensive in the next 10 days by February 15th um, that would allow Russian forces to strike Ukrainian positions before the arrival of Western tanks and infantry fighting vehicles. Um, it would also, of course, allow them to conduct some of these operations before the spring rains make things very, very muddy. And, of course, it would also allow them to meet uh, the Putin's rumored timeline of securing the borders of Luhansk and Donetsk oblasts by the end of March. And actually, that's even itself pretty aggressive. So anyway, I think that is probably the biggest update here. As always, guys, I appreciate you staying with me, being fans. Um, if you 
you guys want access to some of those uh, combat videos that are just too intense for YouTube, you know the ones I'm talking about. You want to become a member of the Patreon. Thanks so much to our Colonel and Lieutenant tier patrons, our Colonel patrons, Thomas McLeod and Robin Colburn, and of course, all of our Lieutenant tier patrons. You guys are the ones who really make this whole thing possible. I'll see you guys in the next one.